Are you ready to update your flooring? Well, don't miss the Lowe's Floor Event going on now through October 31st. Come in today and get free Stainmaster carpet installation with the purchase of any Stainmaster carpet and pad. Or check out tile and laminate flooring for only 68 cents per square foot. For these and more great values, check out the Lowe's Floor Event now through October 31st. Lowe's, never stop improving. Offers valid through 1031. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. Blog Talk Radio. All right, and hello. Uh, welcome to this edition of Zeitgeist Movement Global Radio. Today being hosted by me, Neil Kiernan, uh, also known as VTV from V Radio. I decided to bring on kind of a all-star cast of different radio hosts from uh, around the Zeitgeist Movement community, along with one person who's well-known on YouTube. I'm going to go ahead and have every one of them introduce themselves. I'm going to start first with Zeitgeist uh, UK Radio or ZM UK Radio. Terry God. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Terry. Yeah, it's pronounced Gad, actually. <laughs> Gad. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Gad. Yeah. Hello, everybody. And um, yes, I'm ZM UK Radio. And my show consists of talking, music, and various clips and videos that could be actually turned into MP3s and that. I do a once a week show on Fridays. It's live. And it's on a, <clears throat> excuse me, a platform called listentomyradio.com and it goes out for nine, uh, 2100 hours here Greenwich Mean Time in the UK till 11 o'clock at night two hours I think is enough for a show and I'd just like to thank everybody who's actually listened so far to all the podcasts thank you very much it's nice to be know that the message is getting out there but don't take my word for it go check it out Excellent. Um, I also have Aaron Moritz. Some of you may remember him from uh, different, you know, several um, episodes of V Radio. Uh, he's say days ago. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Aaron. Hey, uh, yeah, I'm Aaron Moritz, and I do a bunch of uh, stuff on YouTube. I have two channels, and uh, my videos are usually branded uh, The Infinite Yes. If you know any of them, probably be something stunningly intellectual, like Capitalism Epic Fail. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, um, do that YouTube. I had to mention one of my personal favorites, Exposed, uh, the, the Zeitgeist Movement <laughs> Exposed, a very entertaining parody on all of the silly things that people have said about us. All right, I think we have Gregory with us again. Are, are you on, Gregory? I'm here. Excellent. Well, go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience. Well, everybody knows me as Thunder, so I'll introduce me myself as that. I do uh, a little radio show, now video show, called Z Radio with the uh, necessary help of a very lovely co-host, Danette. And we're also working on a project called Zeitgeist Broadcasting Network currently. Excellent. And that brings me to the person you mentioned, Danette Wallace, also with us today. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Danette. Hello, everyone. This is Danette Wallace. And yes, I'm one of the co-hosts with Thunder on Z Radio, which used to be just audio. Now we've moved to video on ZBN, the the network that we're attempting to create here within the movement. I'm sure we'll talk about it in a bit. Well, actually, you can go ahead and um, launch into that now. Uh, Go ahead and uh, basically give us the gist on what it is that you're planning to do, what you've already done, and um, how other people can get involved. Okay, yeah. We um, went with... Cam, it's a it's like UStream and Livestream. It's a video streaming service, 
and decided to take our show, uh, you know, into from audio into video, the video realm, video streaming. We feel it's a, a little more viral and can get out to more people, people that are outside the movement. And we decided when we were doing that to open it up and create an actual network, sort of like a Channel Z, you know, so that people can say, oh, what's on channel, you know, channel two, channel four, well, what's on channel Z? And just have a 24-hour network of different shows from everyone around the world within the movement uh, on whatever kind of show they want. And so we've added a couple of other shows. We have one DJ show, which has been doing really well. And then um, another one, which, which is chapter meetings from, from the Ventura County chapter. And then our show, which is a radio show. Um, so And there are more coming. There are more people who have lined up some shows. We just have to get them on board. But that's that's the goal of ZBN is to get more um, entertainment or information, whatever the show may be. It can be anything, really, as long as it's relevant to the spirit of the times. That's all that we ask. It can be in any language, from any country, any time zone. Uh, it's it's a virtual studio, so we show people how they can use the virtual studio software. It's free. Everything on this is free. So, um, and it's going really well. We're getting a lot of attention. A lot of people are popping into the room when we're we're live, and they're saying, "What's this?" and and sparking interest. So it's working really well. We've actually ZBN has ranked. Gosh, number what thunder number one, two, and three in yeah, uh, the last was, few weeks. Right, number one, two, and three uh, as of two hours ago. So I don't know. When as the most followed radio most? show on Stickham, yes. Right, that's yeah. excellent. You know, and I back when I first started, my show was called VTV, and it was I used the Justin TV technology. Um, from what I've seen from Stickham, though, you guys definitely have a lot of great features, and it's also really important that it's on some kind of a kind of a social network because you do get that random traffic of people who show up and say, "Well, hey, what is this about?" Uh, back when I was working for the Ron Paul campaign for president, we would have a lot of people that would tune into our channel just because we had a lot of viewers, and then mm-hmm. they would ask us about it. And you know, we've had the same thing on my Zeitgeist TV channel that I don't I don't use as much as I used to, but. Um, you know, where people would kind of wander in, and it was actually kind of funny. One day we had a guy who was speaking Spanish because I was playing a, a film about uh, the, the coup against Hugo Chavez. And fortunately enough, there was somebody in the chat room who could speak Spanish to tell him, yeah, this is where you could find Zeitgeist Adenum in Spanish. So it's a great way to reach people in the virtual world. Um, now, I guess uh, you guys are also looking for, for more hosts to do that. And uh, I'm hoping, you know, obviously we're talking about making it like a a central hub or place where people can go to find, you know, good quality stuff, you know, that that's kind of aligned with with the movement is is and that obviously you explained a little bit about that. Go ahead. Yeah, Thunder, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, go ahead, Danette. Sure. Whichever. Um, yeah, it's it's just that that's something we felt was necessary because there are a few shows out there that exist like yours, you know, V Radio, Z Radio, and now I'm learning about Z Muck Radio. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure there are others uh, that we don't know about, um, but that probably have a fairly good following in their areas. And so we thought, well, how great would that be if we could bring everyone together in a centralized area so that we could sort of share traffic, I guess, and share the knowledge of these, the existence of these other shows, you know, um, so say, you know, a, a show from Mexico comes on and then a show from UK or a show from Brazil, 
then you'll know they'll all be listed on ZBN. And so you say, oh, I didn't realize there was a show from these countries, and you could listen in if you know the language. Uh, and I just thought it would help in that end as well, as well as gaining more traffic. Like I said, we're already getting a lot of traffic as of yesterday or when we did our show this week, we had, I think, over a hundred, over almost 1,600 viewers that have come in and gone, you know, during the show. That's awesome. Yeah, during yeah. the show we had over 1,600 people show up. Not all of them stayed, obviously, but I think we had a consistent live viewer count of over 100, so that was cool. Oh, over 150, 108, almost 200, yeah. Oh, uh, during the whole show, I, I'm the one who monitors it. Thunder is too busy doing other stuff. Oh, I don't. So. Yeah, I don't. Look, I don't look at the numbers, Danette. That's Danette's thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that you know, it's it's um, and I know many of those people probably only popped in, like you said, Neil, because they saw more other people were already in the in there. So it's it's really good to get outside of the movement and appeal to people who probably don't know anything about it. Well, it helps, it helps, too, that the network is getting featured on StickCam's front page when you load their just their home page. Uh, I don't know how it randomly selects certain shows, I think, based on their popularity or whatever, but it puts them literally up on the main viewer of the home page uh, in a little queue of four or five different shows that you can choose from, and ZBN has been being featured uh, in that queue uh, every time yeah. someone goes live now, so... That's yeah. excellent. And it's a great way, like we were saying, you know, just kind of reach out to people. I mean, every one of the efforts that we were all doing before this technology, you guys were using it, obviously. Uh, I mean, they were useful, but it was kind of a preaching to the choir situation. I mean, you know, obviously the people who listen to V-Radio, previously listened to Z-Radio, were people that were usually already interested in. And I mean, like uh, networks like I use, like Blog Talk, for example, they will feature you, but generally only people who are interested in what it is that you're talking about, you know, ahead of time are going to be the ones who tune in. With what you guys are doing, people might just random, you know, basically be bored one day and randomly wander in and, you know, get to you know, basically get a, a taste of what it is that you're doing. They might be interested, say, in one of your guests or something and then and go from there. So that's actually great. Now, um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to move on uh, to Terry a little bit here. Now, Terry... Uh, you do a show still from, and you and you did it previously, and you play Creative Commons music um, of different varieties, and also you know you you do a little bit of talking yourself. You talk about uh, the uh, current events in the world, and obviously you know a little bit from the British perspective. Um, I've always enjoyed listening to you talk. You have a very pleasant voice, and uh, now you've uh, have switched to a new format. And I'm going to get getting into formats before we're off of this call too to kind of give some people some ideas of the different technologies available to them. Um, but uh, because I also I, mean, I was talking to somebody else who wanted to do a radio show based out of Britain, and they were asking me about the, the product that you're using now. Uh, do you want to go ahead and give some information about that? Well, you mean the software that I use? I use Sampletcaster, and we use um, what they call Shoutcast. And the platform we use is called listentomyradio.com, and it's free. You can have a free account with them, and you can broadcast for as long as you want to. But I limit it to two hours each time I do it. Now, you also, uh, but also you you do it as a podcast as well. What was the the name of the service for that? I forgot it. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I, I think it's called Pod Pod Mike or something. Podo Mike. 
I can look it up while while Podomatic or yeah. something. I can look that up yeah, while we're on the on the show. But but go ahead and talk a little bit about the the music you play. Yeah, Commons Creative Music is music that you can use uh, free of charge and download it. You can use it with limits. Always check the license before you use any of them because some of them might have restrictions on them or what you can use it for. And some of them won't even let you broadcast, which is a shame, really, because I found a great song about pollution all over the world. And, and it's got restrictions on it. They won't let you broadcast it, which is a shame. So I've got to find something else. Anyway, I do the live broadcast, and then I uh, make a podcast of the whole thing. And then I put it up on Podomac and Talk Chew Radio. And um, there's a, also Media Fire. Uh, a site called Mediafire. You can go there and you can store files on there and that's where I put them. I have thinking about putting them on YouTube as well. That'd be interesting. How you on YouTube? That'd be interesting to do that as well. That's actually a great way to get some of your radio shows out. I have friends of mine sometimes who do that with certain B radio shows. Um, and to confirm, yes, it is Podomatic, uh, P-O-D-O-M-A-T-I-C.com. Um, and that's another service to upload your podcast. Um, and uh, I guess uh, you, is, uh, the Potomatic is free of charge as well, right? Yeah, for a certain storage limited. You, you have a limit which you can store and a bandwidth which uh, allows you certain band, band time. Once that runs out, it gets upgrade, it gets renewed every month or so. But the storage, I can get about five pods on there and then I've got to take one off to put another one on. That's why I look for like Something like TalkShoe, there you can put them up forever. Yeah, they don't have a storage limit on TalkShoe. You can upload all your podcasts to them, and they automatically go to iTunes. Actually, after that. So. Right. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna bring. On, I'm gonna bring up TalkShoe and have Thunder explain that one because he knows more about it than I do. Um, but yeah, excellent. Um, now, uh, as you were talking about possibly, you know, getting onto YouTube, then I'm gonna go ahead and kind of segue that into Aaron. Um, now, Aaron, you make some really compelling uh, YouTube videos, uh, and I know that not everybody can do that. There's a little bit of video editing to it. And we had another show of V Radio where I had you and uh, Brandy and uh, Douglas Millett come on to talk about the importance of people making their own videos. I wanted to add that all together and kind of the idea of the independent media. Now, um, basically, you use YouTube, and uh, what, what kind of um, software do you use to edit your videos? Um, I use Adobe Premiere and Adobe After Effects for the most part, uh, Premiere though. And it's just, they're, they're pretty lo-fi video productions. Like what I'll do is just pull video from anywhere on the internet. You write a little fair use license in the description. And as long as you're not taking major amounts of content, then that's fine. And you, I just kind of will edit together pieces and I can narrate over it or, um, take audio from it if I think it's relevant to what I'm talking about. And it's actually pretty easy like to, uh, to uh, just find a program, even if it's not the ones I use, you can get ones for free that work well too, and just put something together to get your own perspective out there, and then you just upload it to YouTube. It's all, it's all made pretty easy with the technology that's available today. Excellent. Now, um, to that being said, uh, Gregory, could you explain a little bit about TalkShoe? 
Um, well, Talk Shoe was a place that Z Radio moved to from Blog Talk because uh, of the fees they were starting to impose and the fact that Talk Shoe was free. Uh, it had a lot of advantages to it, uh, nice chat rooms and, and live interaction. Um, now we're just using it basically to store the audio versions of all of our video radio shows, and uh, it's worked out really well. We get still get... It's amazing. I still check the stats, and people are still downloading episodes from a year ago. So it's really cool. And like like uh, we were mentioning before, they have unlimited storage of all your recorded podcasts. And, of course, they offer live uh, broadcasting as well, and it's all free. It's very cool. Excellent, excellent. Now, um, I know basically you know, we've, we've talked a little bit about some of this. Now, we move on, obviously, to... Stick cam, uh, if the two of you together could kind of talk about the advantages of that and, and what did you have to do to, like, how hard was it to learn? Um, do you have any advice to anybody who wants to check it out? Wow. Um, there's, uh, there's, you know, obviously going to be a learning curve when you move from just audio to video. There's some more challenges to deal with uh, depending on what it is you want to do. We're doing a multi-camera uh, uh, capture and one's a live camera, one's a capture, lots of different features. We use a, a software called VidBlaster, which Danette mentioned is free to use, fully functional and free. It just puts a little watermark in the screen unless you want to pay two grand for the program, which I'm not prepared to do at the moment. But it works really well. Um, you have to have some decent computer uh, hardware, to uh, push through the video because it is pretty intensive on your on my system and I have an older system and we're only able to broadcast at a lower quality for now until I upgrade but um, it's pretty easy to use it's pretty much like all the other uh, the four major ones uh, stick their stick cam Ustream, live and Justin TV they're pretty much all the same on the back end if you just want to use a single webcam you can go right through their web interface it's very simple um but the learning curve is is very small it's it's not too hard to learn now one of the great things about the ability to use video is just like with mainstream you know news and media you can play video clips of things that you have perhaps like you know maybe brief portions of documentaries or uh you could also play youtube clicks of like maybe even mainstream news to to kind of put together your your conversation with the audience in kind of a collage of information. Um, and that's something I definitely miss from VTV, which is why when you guys told me about what you're doing, it definitely kind of sparked some of my old, you know, love for using video to go along with the audio. Um, now, I guess uh, we've talked a little bit about this, and, and if anything, I probably should have saved some of that for the end of the show. It's just that I wanted to be sure that information got out of, out there before we ran out of time. I want to talk a little bit just about uh, what it takes to get into this and why it's so important. And I, and I tell people, uh, basically, especially, obviously, the mainstream media is crap. You know, we know that it's, it's, it's owned by corporations who have an agenda that's based entirely in the profit motive. You know, they're owned by, you know, the same kind of people that don't really want the kind of information that most of us give out on our radio shows out there anyway. And it, there's, it's an issue, first of all, for some people. Maybe they're afraid to get on the radio. Uh, maybe they're afraid to get on video. Maybe they just uh, they don't know if they, if they know what to say or whatever. 
these are all things that you can learn and and I understand that it's it's kind of a gift that not everybody has, you know, but I do feel that everybody if given the opportunity for example to be a panelist on, you know, one of our shows for example, would get over that that fear eventually, um, particularly, you know, if you have something that you feel passionate about. That's kind of what got me started um and I think that it's also important from the perspective of if you don't feel you can do this yourself, you can also support these efforts. And sometimes that's as easy as just listening. You know, it really makes, I mean, I, I'm, I mean I'll ask each of you, obviously, to give your own opinion. But I know for me, for example, whenever I see my listener count go up, I'm always happy to know that what I'm doing is reaching more people, that more people are interested in it. And it's a serious morale boost. So, I mean, if you can't support it in any other way, just tuning in as opposed to turning on some crap on your television or whatever uh, is definitely a way that you can support these efforts. Spread the links to these efforts. Uh, whenever you know that a good show is coming on, you know, throw it up on, uh, you know, on your various social networks, Twitter, Facebook, you know, and that actually brings me to a little bit of anyway, something I should probably mention is blog talk radio. Um, when somebody does a blog talk radio show, it has a Twitter button and a Facebook button to do make all the work for you easily. Anytime Peter's doing a show on here or I'm doing a show on blog talk, you know, it's very easy to spread the word. And that's really how this works, folks. If you want to have alternative media, then we need to be the ones who are going to make it. And if you're concerned that you don't know how to do it, I don't think there's anybody here on this call who would not be willing to help you if you had questions about, you know, well, how do I use StickCam? How do I use Podomatic? How do I use Blog Talk? How do I use, you know, what kind of tools should I be using? You know, help help me with Skype. You know, uh, because honestly, I mean, that's one of the things I'm actually loving. Like, for example, what you guys are doing with ZBN is it is great to be able to turn, you know, turn on someone else's show and just be able to sit there and enjoy it. Like that, that last interview you guys had with Ben Stewart was awesome. Um, so, you know, that being said, uh, I guess... Um, Let's talk a little bit about what got people started in this and um, and, and how they overcame some of this. I'm going to start with you, Terry. Um, what made you decide to do a radio show? My daughter. Your daughter? Doing, yeah, she was doing a radio broadcast for a site called Hubbo, Hubbo Hotel. Anybody heard of it? Anyway, what happened, I watched the Zeitgeist movie, and I wanted to, to put my... Um, uh, wait behind it to get more word out there and I was watching and I thought now there's an idea so uh, we transferred the software that she had onto the one I had and then I spent a month or so running through the software and getting used to it before I actually found somewhere to broadcast the two which turned out to be listen to my radio.com and at the, at the time the radio was called something completely different to what it is now and some guys heard it from the Zeitgeist site, the UK site, and um, they decided to link it to the, to the site itself. And that's how it became ZMUK Radio. And it just went from there. And uh, the listening audience has gone up and down like a yo-yo. You know, it's something... Days it's, it's really no one listens. But the podcast, doing the podcast helps. Well, that's actually one of the benefits of using a podcast is that people can listen yeah. to them on demand. But go ahead. Yeah, and the reason, and and uh, before I still there, Terry. Uh -oh. oh. Looks like he cut out. Um, oh, get it. There he is. All right, there you go, Terry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. 
yeah, it fades away. I don't know why. Anyway, um, the question I am asking questions about the way things are at the moment, and the Zeitgeist movie answered every one of them. The first one, okay, and that's why I decided to do a radio show. At first, it's very nervous to get started. Once you get started and you get used to it, it's fine. But there's one thing I can't do. I'm not very good at interviewing people, by the way. That's why. <laughs> that's why. That's why I do the show that I do. Do because I can go ahead and run through a, a sequence of events, line up the stories, and do them with my wit. And my latest podcast is all about human rights. So check it out. Mm-hmm. Excellent, excellent. Now, but you, but you basically pointed out you had a little bit of an apprehension when you got started, but then you just kind of yep. jumped in and did it. You yep, know, it's it's like exactly. fear of anything, fear of riding a bike. You know, well, you just get over it and then you do it. Now, um, Aaron, what made you decide to get involved in the YouTube community and start making videos? Um, well, I had been running a blog on my website, uh, theinfiniteyes.com, and just posting things up there. And like, I would get a few hits every now and then, but I just noticed. Um, I started watching a lot of YouTube videos that were just produced by people in their houses, and I started to think that it didn't look that difficult, that it was something I could do. So basically, I just gave it a shot once. I took one of my uh, posts that I had made before that and just uh, recorded myself speaking it and put some video to it and put it on YouTube, and uh, people liked it, so I kept doing it. And... um, Apprehension? Sorry. Did you have any? Yeah, I, I had something I was going to say, but... Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, no, apprehension. Uh, it's a lot... <laughs> I can talk about that. It's a lot easier uh, to do it on YouTube than to do something like this or what any of you other guys are doing, because that's all live. And if I screw up, I can just stop and re-record it or cut the part out where I say, um, like 800 times. And it... <laughs> So if you are apprehensive, I would recommend doing something like a podcast or something that isn't live because you always have the option of starting over or redoing it if you don't think you uh, came off well or said what you wanted to say. So that's it's a the YouTube that's why it appealed to me. Excellent, excellent. Uh, Gregory, same question. Oh my goodness! Well, before I even before I even came to the movement, I was doing internet radio as a DJ, playing music, and uh, for about seven years. So I didn't have the apprehension as much of the apprehension as some of the others are speaking about when I first started doing stuff for the movement. Um, and yet, I still get nervous before every show, ironically. Um, but that I think is just comes with the territory. It's about overcoming that, knowing that uh, you're doing a service to your listeners by providing them with whatever information or entertainment that you're providing them with, uh, for me anyway, gives me a sense of comfort and removes most of that apprehension, which is pretty much removed anyway because I'm so used to having thousands of listeners. When I was on the radio, uh, playing music, I had three, four thousand listeners on a pretty consistent basis all week long. So you get used to that, and you get a mindset where it doesn't matter if one person is listening or a thousand people are listening. You're still delivering the same information or the same entertainment, and uh, so it is a mental game a little bit, but it's it's easily overcome for the most part. 
Um, I, I have public speaking experience, and so that helped me get over some of the humps of nervousness and stuff like that as well. But um, uh, doing the radio shows, the radio, um, basically it, it has come to be Z Radio. I tried a couple different names, a couple different formats, uh, different co-hosts, um, and uh, I like the way it is now. I, I like what it's become now, and it's continuing to evolve and become other things. Uh, but basically, uh, I'm very pleased with the way it's turned out, and, and this ZBN thing that we're doing is a very positive step toward sharing media. Excellent. Jeanette, same question. Um, well, I think I started out as a guest on Z Radio a couple times on a panel first, and then the Another time I called in and I was just talking. So I wasn't really apprehensive to speak um, on a live show. That just seemed to come naturally. And then when I was asked to be co-host, I thought, well, yeah, that'd be great. It'd be fun. And it has been. It's been very fun. But when we moved to video, then it was a little different because then you have to – you know, I could no longer do broadcast in my pajamas. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, great. Now I actually have to, like, look presentable um, for these shows. So that added a whole other dimension of preparation. Plus, you want to share video clips and things like that. So I felt like it was important to prepare more in that way as well, do a little more research and, and share more information and visual stimulation during the show. So it it's... It jumped up quite a bit from going from audio to video just for our show. That's not necessarily true for other people's show. I think if you're a one-person show, you could still just talk, you know, on a video screen and just talk into the screen, sort of like what you do, Aaron, but live. Um, but, you know, I was actually thinking about as as Aaron was talking, that it's entirely possible to have a recorded show and just play it at the same hour as the same show every week. You know, it's, it's no different than any other TV channel. I think. Yeah. So um so that's that's entirely possible too. It doesn't have to be live. It's just it's just something to put on a network that we can call our own in the movement. Um but yeah, for me, uh just started out just sort of being fun. I just wanted to be uh, have a wider audience to talk to rather than just my, you know, friends <laughs> in my immediate area about different topics. So it's it's really nice, and the interaction, at least on Sikham and on Blog Talk and Talkshoe, is with the live chat. You know, you can actually interact with your audience. So I really enjoy that as well. We're getting a lot of um, feedback from everyone, so so it's been really fun. You know, that's actually all. The, all those experiences are great, and uh, I guess for me, it started with uh, uh, the first time uh, somebody sent me a link of Ron Paul explaining why they actually, you know, like why we have problems with the Middle East is what got me started on activism. Uh, the film V for Vendetta is what inspired me to finally actually, you know, just take up the microphone and get to it. I probably had a little bit of an advantage in that I was already involved in political activism. I was already involved in public speaking, and I also am a performer sometimes in the uh, – entertainment sense at the Michigan Renaissance Festival, and there you're in front of hundreds of people who are looking straight at you, and if you can survive that, then you can certainly survive talking into a microphone. Um, I'd say that uh, overall, though, a lot of it was just kind of a matter of due to limitations within my life, uh, it's difficult for me to do things like get out to protests or 
things like that because of just my circumstances at home with the kids and the, the finances just make it very difficult. But through the radio, you know, the Internet in particular, I can reach people from all over the world. And I have to say that's one of the things that I love the most about the transition from Ron Paul Radio VTV to V Radio. Um, and, in fact, it was V Radio before of the, before the Zeitgeist Movement. And I know a lot of people ask me, is V for Venus? I'm like, no, it's actually kind of a play on the moment in the movie V for Vendetta when he takes over the TV airwaves and there's this little VTV icon in the lower right-hand corner of the screen. That's actually where my internet call sign comes from. Um, and uh, so basically, though, it, it's kind of a matter of some people have the gift of gab and you want to be able to share it. And if you're going to be doing it anyway, you know, you can share it with people from all over the world through the internet radio. And I'd have to say that's probably been one of the most enriching parts about this is that you know, I get emails from people, you know, from distant worlds, basically, who uh, are telling me, you know, thank you so much for your show. You know, you've you've been, you know, you've given me inspiration for this or inspiration for that. I learned so much here or there, and that just makes my day because I'm able to touch people in other parts of the world whom I would have never met if it weren't for the, you know, the wonders of the internet and the radio. So, um, yeah, that's really important uh, that. Uh, the listener support is you really can't describe the feeling when you receive and we received many emails like that too that say oh thank you for doing the show uh, I've learned so much um, and all these other things it's it's great to hear that it helps keep that fire of passion uh, going within you uh, which you have to really have to want to do things like this you have to have a passion for it and you have to want to have some fun because it is fun uh, yes it's some as we've moved into the video as Danette mentioned um, the video broadcast, it's a little more work, a lot more work, and uh, but we still have fun, and that's the key, I think. If you, you know, if you're into having fun, you have a passion for putting yourself out there, I think those are the two prerequisites to doing something like this. Absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead, Terry. Did you have something to add? Yeah, I quite agree with you, Thunder, about that. That's why I'm starting to add a bit of comedy into mine as well. Because if you've ever watched David Icke, he sort of do, you know, changes voices to different characters to put a point across. Well, I've been starting to introduce that into some of my um, broadcasts as well, just to get a point across. You know, like, hey, come look, honey. She, there's Paris Hilton in the back of a limousine, half naked. It looks good, that sort of thing. And that's what we're at. I'm, we're, I'm adding that into to my podcast, but I have to sit and think. That think about it and make sure it's going to, you know, get 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 the message across plus a bit of a laugh at the same time, and that is hard because you have to sit and think for hours sometimes just uh, just for a small segment just to get the message out there. Excellent. Well, um, I guess, uh, folks, you know, it's uh, one way or the other. Though I, I'm glad that every one of us is doing this. Uh, there are some people that I'd like to mention who I could not get a hold of, uh, some of which may not even actually, unfortunately, be doing this anymore, but um, one of which I know is, unfortunately, I couldn't get a hold of him in time, but uh, the Sideshow with Frank Lee and Tanero. I've been on their show a couple of times. Uh, they do a talk show. show. Um, there's also Zeitgeist Columbia's radio show, which is a Spanish-language uh, show. Um, in addition, uh, in regards to the, the video areas, uh, you know, you, you, there's all kinds of different people who are doing that. But you have Brandy Hume, the Venus Project Challenge, uh, and 
um, in addition, there's Zeitgeist Live, uh, Tyson Everly's work, uh, where I guess he actually runs a TV show off of the, you know, basically out of the, um, what do they call that, cable access networks, and out of Texas, if I remember right, because I know he's had a um, Douglas Millett on his show a few times. Um, yeah, they're out of yeah. Boston. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Um, these are all also great uh, efforts that people are putting together. And like I said, folks, you know, if you can't do them, at least listen to them. You know, Terry's show in particular, for example, is one of my favorites to put on, like, say, if I'm doing dishes or cleaning up my around the house, you know, because he plays music and then he casually talks and then he plays some more music. I happen to like most of the music that he plays. Um, and Creative Commons music, don't think of it as crap. I mean, Creative Commons is the way to go nowadays, and a lot of more musicians are finding this out. These are pro-quality musicians, many of which you know we discovered through what Terry is doing and then invited in turn to the uh, recent Zeitgeist Media Festival. So, you know, things like that to look into. Uh, and that's one of the reasons, that's one of the main reasons I like his shows. I always, for example, um, that's an addition, I, something else I would tell you, is to be sure that you're always on top of when these shows are coming on. Most of these websites have a way to subscribe to somebody, and then it'll send an email to you when they're getting ready to do a broadcast or if they've uploaded a podcast. Um, to further, that's also an interesting technical point to go along with what Danette was saying, was that, yes, you can record a podcast, pre-record it, listen to it, and then most of these sites also let you upload the podcast after you've recorded it, edited it, and made it the way you like it. So um, that's true of TalkShoe. It's true of uh, Blog Talk Radio. Uh, I, I don't think you can upload anything to Just TV. I'm not very familiar with StickCam, but I, I've heard that you can record StickCam. Is that correct? Yes, and you can upload there, too. Oh, excellent, excellent. Um, and then so basically uh, I was going um, to say to go just a little bit over these shows, we also had – I'm not sure if he's active anymore, but Cultural Edification with Rick Wolford – is another great show. Now, every one of these shows that I have listed, I mean, we're working on uh, having a more central place to view them. But right now, if you go to my website, v-radio or v-radio.org, and then click links, you will see a list of links that's not only about radio shows, obviously, but um, a lot of other links that are, you know, just the different radio shows, the different YouTube channels uh, that are activist-oriented and all fit within the line of alternative media are all featured there. Um, so that's something to look at, folks, just to kind of put it all in one place. And then after we're finished, you know, you look at that, you know, bookmark some of these things, check out some of these podcasts. And if you're interested in doing your own podcast, you know, please get a hold of us so that we can help you in one way or the other, depending on where you're at, what you're doing. You know, I'll be happy to give you my experience. I'm sure that that's true of basically everybody here on the call. Um, in addition to that, you know, if maybe if you're not sure if you're a talker, Get a hold of one of us and ask to be a panelist on one of the shows. I'm sure that, you know, after you've tried it a few times, there are a lot of people, for example, that, that got their start because they, they tried it out on someone else's show, just like Danette did with Thunder, you know, ended up really liking it, and then you go from there. Um, so I guess now uh, my question to all of you folks is uh, what do you have coming up? I'm going to start with you, Terry. Uh, well, it's a bit of a I've got two things in, in line. One is to do with um, oh, uh, the um, global warming, and another one is to do with toxic waste all over the place, hidden toxic waste and that. I've done a show way, way back 
when I first done the radio about it, and it took, and I got quite a lot of listeners just for that. So I'm hoping to redo the whole thing again, but with some new new material that I that have come across on the internet. But global warming, I've only just started collecting that this, this afternoon. Okay, so that will be this afternoon. Then what time? No, not today. I oh, okay. No, it's in it's in the pipeline. But I'm collecting material for it. Oh, now. okay. I misunderstood yeah. you. All right. Yeah. Well, either way, though, um, go ahead and give the URL. It's um, zmukr. Dot listen to my radio. Dot com, and the two bit is in the number two. All right. So listen to like listen to the number two myradio. Dot com. Yeah. And that was zmuk radio. Yeah, it's Z M U K R dot listen to my radio dot com. Excellent, excellent. And, and that goes live every Friday at nine at twenty one hundred hours here Greenwich Mean Time. Okay. Um and obviously based out of the UK then, so but either yeah. way guys, if you go to the link that I linked there, you can always find his previous podcasts as well. Um I usually listen to them that way. Uh, for those of you who are not in the United Kingdom. And I guess, um, Aaron, uh, where can people see your videos, and what do you have upcoming? You can find all my videos on my website. It's www.theinfiniteyes.com. And what I have upcoming, I'm going to start doing more videos like I did when I started. Like Danette mentioned, a lot of mine now have just been me talking at a camera and speaking about things. But I want to start doing more video productions again, like if anyone has seen, like I said, Capitalism, Epic Fail, or Believe Nothing But Understand As Much As You Can, types of videos like that where I put a little bit more work into the production side of them because that's always a lot of fun. I'm definitely looking forward to finishing production with you for the upcoming Troll documentary. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, definitely. Now, uh, that would make it... Uh, Z Radio's turn on this. Uh, where you know, what do you guys have upcoming, and and where can people check out your stuff? Go ahead, Thunder. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're we're developing uh, next week's show with uh, Miles Dyer. You might know him from the recent Stickade thing that happened uh, on Stickcam, ironically. And he's going to breathe new life into his, the project he's been working on. And he quite possibly was going to make a showing down at the Occupy Wall Street thing going on and so Occupy London. Occupy London. Thank you. And uh so we're gonna we're working on getting him on for next week and then a very special guest or what I consider a very special guest, I guess because I met him in person. Uh Lee Camp is gonna be on the show on the twenty fourth. Now my next show uh, is coming up on Thursday on VA Radio and um I'm going to be working on a show with a fellow who's a doctor and an expert on the uh benefits and effects of medical marijuana. We're also going to talk about the efforts that the federal government in the United States has gone to to try to squelch the uh um sales of medical marijuana on the state level. Um these things are being made legal uh statewide but the federal government is still going after people for doing this. Uh, he's also going to be talking about a lot of the research involved with uh, how this uh, simple drug that most people could be able to plant for themselves can actually have a lot of very serious medicinal effects. Um, so I would also like to point out I'm talking about, at least like, like as far as my motivations, is medical marijuana. 
Um, I don't have anything against whether people decide to put it in their bodies, but I don't want anybody to get the idea that I'm trying to become a drug advocate or something. But when it comes to medical marijuana, my mother died of cancer. She had glaucoma, so yes, she smoked marijuana. And obviously, I didn't have a problem with that, and it made her life a lot easier towards the end. So, um, And I'm also working on uh, an upcoming show that this like keeps getting bumped back, but uh, the fellow's name is uh, Jeffrey Tester. He's an MIT professor and an expert on geothermal energy. Uh, the fellow keeps calling me to tell me, you know, I really want to do it, but I'm an MIT professor, and he goes on tour, and he gives lectures and all of that. So um, I'm looking forward to that when, you know, when we get it done. But uh, in addition to that, folks, um, everybody here has, you know, for the most part, hours of archives that you can check out for these shows. So, you know, and the other thing is, even if you miss the live broadcast, virtually, you know, everybody here has a means by which that you can get back to watch their older stuff. And obviously with Aaron and YouTube, it's always uploaded and basically an archive at that point. Uh, but, you know, go back and, and check some of the stuff out. I mean, one of the other reasons that I suggest to people not to just uh, um, rely on a live show is that most of my listeners, I don't know what you guys are finding, but a lot of people are, are downloading these things onto their iPods and they're listening to them, uh, say, like, you know, on their way to school on the bus. Or, you know, I have one friend of mine who he hooks up his iPod to his car radio and he listens to, you know, shows of mine and Thunder's. You know, on his car radio, there's a lot of ways that you can bring this technology, you know, even into the mainstream of your own home. Uh, I, for example, have my television hooked up to my computer so that I can turn on video shows like Thunder and Danette and stick it on the TV, you know, my living room TV. You know, it, it's not that TV or the radio or any of these things themselves are evil. It's that, you know, if you're just allowing your your brain to be filled with advertising garbage and the, the spin of corporate media, inevitably... You're not getting the benefit out of these devices that belong to you. It's not the the boob tube's fault that all you ever put on it is Frasier or sitcoms. You know, you could put good stuff on there, and at that point, it becomes, you know, your television again. Or even in this case, you know, your computer playing the, the radio sound. It, you know, it comes to you at that point to take the responsibility, look into the technology, and put some of this alternative media, you know, in, you know, in your own ears, you know, and in your own home, and in your, and in your own life. You know, and that's Another thing I would point out, you know, because, like, I know Peter had, had asked me to mention the issues of Occupy Wall Street, but Occupy Wall Street is a circumstance, in fact, that this is an excellent example of why alternative media is so important, uh, because it's just not getting covered. And there are people who want to know what's going on. You know, thankfully enough, through the Zeitgeist Movement, I've been able to do some shows about a lot of things that they've been trying to forget about. Um, and I'm not the only one, uh, obviously. You know, people from Occupy Wall Street, you guys just did a show about that in Z Radio. Um, mm -hmm. I had somebody on about that. Um, Peter had somebody on about that just recently here. Uh, you know, and obviously you're not going to get exposure for, you know, for great thinkers like uh, Ben Stewart, for example, unless you're going to tune into alternative media. Uh, the same thing is true of like some of the music that, that Terry is playing. It's a matter of kind of breaking the, the corporate hold on what kind of music you hear. That some of the musicians that I found on the Creative Commons websites were just phenomenal. And, I, and the only reason you never heard of them is because corporations control what you get to hear. Only the people who sell their souls to them, so to speak, you know, using that as a, you know, basically a metaphor, are the ones that you're ever going to hear. Um, and as a result, a lot of great music never gets heard because the, those people haven't surrendered, you know, their, their art to other people to become more profitable to them. So check out alternative media in that fashion as well. Um, we've also we try to stay on the the issue of like current events. Like I I try to do this. I'm I'm sure Z Radio does the same thing. Is that 
and you'll bring on guests. For example, when we had that situation in Egypt, we brought on um, uh, Gamo on the V Radio, and you know he talked about what was going on in Egypt. In Egypt, from the, you know from the perspective of somebody who lived in Egypt at the time, uh, we did that show based on that. We did sh- um, uh, kind of a show about the Robert Stack incident because you know all you know obviously a lot of these things. Yeah, you could probably hear about them a little bit in the mainstream media, but are they going to be as you know reliable as they are? You know, when you're actually just talking to somebody from Egypt or the show I did about Spain, I had several people from Spain, you know, who came on and talked about what was going on in Spain in a way that you're not going to get in the mainstream media. And that's why everybody on this call, all of the efforts that they're doing and all of the efforts that you should be doing if you become part of the alternative media are so important. And that's why – go ahead, Danette. Um, Yeah, that's that's very true. And that's why when um, I went down to Occupy L.A., a couple of weeks ago and took some video footage uh, and that's what was part of our broadcast this past Monday. But while I was there at Occupy LA, uh, there were a string of media trucks just across the street from where they were occupying the hall, city hall. And I walked over there to see what they were paying attention to, hoping that they would put a little media attention on the occupation. But what they were there for was to monitor the trial of Michael Jack- Jackson's doctor. So, <laughs> so there's streams oh, of media people sitting um, probably not 100 yards away from the occupation there in L.A. and not paying any mind to them whatsoever. And they even marched in front, make, and people were honking, and there's you know 100 people marching in front of them, and they were just looking at them <laughs> and not putting their cameras on them at all. So um, I just thought that was typical, really. I, I, I was hopeful at first, but then I thought, oh, of course, I should have known. And at the end of my video, I put a, just a little uh, seven-minute video together of my experience there on that day. At the end, I just said, look, you can't expect the media to change what they're doing. It's up to us to be the media and to get the word out. And so that's why I think it's great what everyone on, on this panel is doing, and hopefully more will join in. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you want to say something, Terry? Yeah, I was going to say I quite agree with uh, with the uh, Annette. Is it the net? Danette, that's it. Danette, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Danette. I saw the. I watched the show. Great show, guys. Absolutely. Oh, we lost you again, <laughs> Terry. That's okay. Well, he was saying great show, and I agree. <laughs> you guys are doing some great work over yeah. there. Um, oh, you're back, Terry. Go ahead. Oh, I'm back. Well, I try not to get too close. It seems to cut out. Anyway, um, yeah, I saw the show. It, and to see you standing uh, and say... Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's cutting out again. He's, he's rendered speechless by the quality of your show. <laughs> media is blocking him. <laughs> there's, there's too much alternative media power on this broadcast, and they're trying to block us. That, that's what's going on. Uh, we're, we're the super friends of alternative media. We should yeah. all have like decoder rings. Go ahead, Terry. I'm back. Am I? Also, when you say about creative common music, people want to go listen to it because some of it is very experimental and new, never been heard before. I've come across a lot of experimental stuff. Obviously, at the moment, I couldn't play it on the radio because <laughs> um, it's way out, to say the least, you know? Yeah, it can be very different for sure. But some of the stuff that you've had on there, I'm just astounded. I'm not listening to the, you know, not hearing on the radio already, um, you know. But 
But also just to cover, you know, it, it's to kind of go over this, folks, I, I'm going to emphasize this again, is that uh, we're all making an effort now. A lot of us are putting in an effort to do this stuff. You know, uh, it takes hours of our time. Uh, some of us, you know, maybe if maybe if you don't want to do radio, maybe you don't want to do video, maybe you're just a writer. Maybe you'd like to do blogs. You know, uh, maybe you'd like to submit articles to the Zeitgeist Movement newsletter, uh, things along that line. Any kind of information that you can bring out there is good. And it's also kind of, especially with alternative media, it's a matter, first of all, of saturation in that you want to get as many good quality shows out there as possible and cross-promotion. You know, that's kind of one of the whole things about, like, you know, today's broadcast, I could have, you know, just been on today and I could have just talked about what I knew about some of these radio shows, but I wanted to grab everybody that I could that could be on, bring them on and, you know, and kind of give everybody an opportunity to talk about the efforts that they're having, you know, and that's one of the best things that I learned about alternative radio. And this is another thing, you know, I, I even helped to support alternative radio and video, um, alternative media in general, maybe even for people who don't necessarily completely agree with me. You know, because and they cross promote that as well. I mean, Stefan Molyneux is a free market, you know, guy, and obviously he doesn't agree with a lot of what we say in the Zeitgeist movement. But, but on the same token, though, he cross promotes when I'm and when I'm on his show, he gives the links to my my stuff, and I give the links to his stuff because I'd still, if I, you know, if I had to choose what somebody from the right was listening to, I would rather they were listening to somebody like Stefan Molyneux rather than listening to somebody like Glenn Beck or Bill O'Reilly. Or some of these crazy talking head types that, you know, kind of encourage people not to think. That's one of the things I'd say is the most dangerous about mainstream media. And one piece of advice that I would give people when you're looking for something to talk about, one of the reasons that I became such a um, documentary junkie, I just watch them and I just suck them up, is that it gives you a kind of a wide, you know, swath of information to pull from when you're making conversation on a lot of these shows. And speaking of that, I would talk about, you know, you want to know one of the reasons we need alternative media, uh, watch Outfox, Rupert Murdoch's War on Journalism. You know, watch Orwell Rolls in His Grave. Uh, these are examples of documentaries that explain the reasons why the, the mainstream media is essentially a tool for the establishment to keep, you know, as the Occupy people would say, you know, the 1% over the 99%. And... Uh, overall, though, you know, it's 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 really not as well known to people just how they're being controlled and manipulated by the media. Uh, advertising, educate yourself about advertising. You'll be terrified. Um, you know, my children don't watch advertising, and they behave a lot differently than other children that I know of. Uh, they're far less materialistic. You can learn about that in videos like Consuming Kids um, or Cywar, uh, Scott Noble's work. Um, also, really great documentaries on that topic. Um, and so basically, guys, you know, I, I just want everybody to, you know, to take a moment and consider, you know, the effort that these people are putting in. And if the only support you can give is to listen, that's still, you know, that makes our day, you know, honestly, you know, at that point, uh, it makes everything that we're doing worthwhile. Um, you know, I mean, I guess, uh, once again, I mean, you know, do you feel that too? You know, Danette, Thunder, you know, do you guys, you know, does it help to give you motivation when you see your listener counts go up? Absolutely. It's made a big difference for a show with as much attention that it's been getting recently. But I was going to say, you said, it, you know, if you want to help in any which way you can, at least for us, I don't know about you guys and your shows, but for us, we definitely would love to have help on the back end if anyone's wanting to help with that as far as production, uh, direction of the show, writing, research. Um, there's so much. There's even social media upkeep. 
all kinds of things that are going out there that we need help with. And so far, it's just me and Thunder doing all of it. So I think that we could do a better job if there were more hands. So if anyone's interested in that, please let us know at uh, ZBN. And and can I say the URL? I don't think um, Thunder was able to say it earlier. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. Um, it's zbnlive.com, and don't use the Ws um, right now because that goes to a different page. But uh, so ZBN is Zeitgeist Broadcasting Network, live.com. So zbnlive.com without the Ws, and that'll take you to our page. Eventually, it will go to a website, a full website that is being developed right now. Right now, it'll go to our Stickham page, which has all the information you need. But um, the website that's coming out will be have even more information on each individual show. We'll have their own page and archives and all that. So that's a part of the stuff we need help with as well, if anyone has any help on in website development too. Okay. Yep. Um, actually, uh, Gabriel Branch is the fellow who helped me with um, a lot of what you guys were talking about. Maybe I'll put you in touch with him um, as far as like that is concerned as far as websites. Um, but, you know, you're absolutely right, and that's one of the reasons why people ask me why sometimes, you know, the shows are not as frequent as they are in other times, and a lot of it just has to do with the fact that, you know, when I tried to do uh, radio every day, oh, my goodness, it burned me out so fast, and it, you, you find out that it's like these people have a team working 24 hours a day oh, yeah. to find crap for them to talk about. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, it's hard enough to do once a week. And, and like when I, because like that's another thing that you can base radio shows on that I would often do, even if it's just a matter of setting up a panel like this one to talk about, say, uh, a news article. You know, you read the article a little bit on the air, and then everybody who's on the panel just kind of openly talks about it. Some great, you know, insights can come out of those kinds of shows. Um, writing your own blogs can be, <laughs> especially when I do mine and I'm going to base a radio show on it, I have to research all over the place and check sources so I don't sound like a moron when. I'm wrong about something, you know, or whatever. But um, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into that, and sometimes, especially, you know, make, maybe you know, this is something I got to thank people for. Like it was through the efforts of some of my listeners that I had Virginia Johnson, uh, one of the uh, members of Iceland's parliament, on my show. Uh, you know, somebody had a connection and said, "Hey, you should consider this person. She's a friend of mine. I'd, I'd like you to have her on as a guest." That kind of stuff really helps us out, folks. If you get any kind of links to people who are doing this kind of stuff and, you know, uh, whether it be guests or maybe even just show topics in of themselves, I've had people send me uh, articles, you know, and all that, and I could base an entire show out of that. You know, ex respond even if it's just to give us an idea of what it is that you want to hear or see, uh, and that will definitely help us a lot. So we're now down to about the last three minutes of the show. I want to thank all of you for coming on. Um, and uh, for sure, and um, I guess uh, to get my own links again, v-radio.org or v-radio.org. Um, if you go to my website, you can click archives and see um, a list of like the various old shows I've done. There's like 110 or 12 shows listed there. Um, there's my must-see TV list you can check out. Um, there you'll find a list of free documentaries that you can watch on the Internet, all of which are things that I would recommend to anybody who wants to do a radio show about this stuff to check out. Um, and I've got forums, things online. Check out that website, folks. And also, all of the links that have been given out on this broadcast so far um, are also can be found in the links page there by clicking links, along with a lot of other interesting information. Um, and then once uh, ZBN has, you know, all of their stuff together, I'm hoping that you guys will also have a central links page so that 
I could start mm -hmm. sending someone of more of like what you're doing so that's more centralized. Um, that's a great idea. So um, thanks again, everybody, for being on. Everybody, thank you. Thank you, Neil. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for having us on. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. Thank you. Bye for now. All right, folks. Thanks. Normally, I would leave you with some of my uh, outro stuff, but instead, I'm just going to say thank you for tuning in today, folks. Um, and, uh, you know, please check out all of the radio shows that you've heard today. Actually, I think I can use some of the outro music here. <laughs> just use some of Steve's stuff. Or no, Steve, Peter's stuff. Thanks again, folks. And um, once again, uh, consider what it is that we said. Get motivated, even if it's just to tune into these shows. Take care. You've got 90% of the American public out there with little or no net worth. I create nothing. I own. We make the rules, pal. The news, war, peace, spam, and upheaval, the price of paper clips. We pick that rabbit out of the hat while everybody sits out there wondering how the hell we did it. Now, you're not naive enough to think we're living in a democracy, are you, buddy? It's the free market. Free market. I create nothing. I own. All right. Make sure that this is... Here, thank you.